Yeah, yeah, one, two. Yeah, yeah, one, two, one, two. Rock and roll podcasting brought to you from Sweden, Stockholm, Sweden. A to Z, innit? Hello and welcome to Maiden A to Z. Uh, so, uh, my name is Eric, and uh, to my immediate right is Jonathan. Jonathan, that's me. That's my name. Jonathan in Swedish. Jonathan. I was born Jonathan, but in the pod world, um, I would be Jonathan. Or John. I, sometimes I, I, I use John. Yeah, when I travel, I use John. Easy, short, yeah. like, uh, Anglo's, anyway, abbreviate everything. Yeah. Americans too, right? Because in America you have those really short names that kind of derive from a longer name. Bob. Bob. Will. <laughs> Will. Steve. A really American name is not one of those, but it's Hunter. Hunter, but that's... That, you wouldn't that, find that outside of that country. No, but you also don't... There's no shorter. There's, there's like, this is my brother, Hun. Hun. No, no, you can't. You can't. Or Hunt. Yeah. But it's very American, isn't it? Hunter. Yeah, but actually in Sweden we used to have these names that were to describe an occupation, usually within the military. So something like strid or uh, eld or something like that. Wood, actually, like if you were like this wood woodland. So, so I didn't know those things. So give me an example of a name, like Adam Skog, for example. All right, well that makes okay, sense. So Skog is a, like a military name, refers to your your best habitat as a soldier. So it could be like Jonathan Eld. Exactly, and that would means probably you're like a fierce infantry or something. You know? All right. Yeah, I don't know. I have a. A taken name actually. The headline is taken. It's uh, it used to be Hanson. Mm. Then it was Hans. No, it used to be Hansi. It's Finnish name. Even on my Swedish side, there were Finns. So I'm totally Finnish. But the Hansi. But then they, that was too Finnish for those days. They switched it to Hanson. And then some snob thought Hanson was too common. They switched to headline. There's a thing apparently in India, and I might get this wrong. And if I do, it's not my fault. Uh, but I know there, there's, there's a bit of this. So uh, a guy I uh, kind of know, uh, Matthias Eklund, who's a uh, Famous from Free Kitchen and other things. Uh, great, guitar- great, great guitar- guy. Great guitarist, all around uh, lovely, lovely gentleman. Yeah. Uh, so he was touring in India, and apparently uh, the way it works there is if you're a musician, uh, you you, um, you you're called, uh, whatever you play is part of your title. Oh, that's cool. So I don't know the order of it is, but if it's your last name, first name, but it's not your, it's not a combination of both your names. It'd be like your last name and what you play, I think. Ah. Now, uh, I'm not sitting on the stats, but I think we have a listener or two in India. Well, yeah, if you, if you don't, please please uh, drop a line. Uh, we will, uh, yeah. And I know a few Indian metalheads, actually. Mm-hmm. Very into Swedish metal. It's big over there. Opeth have toured. Um, they're big. They, Maybe, re- they really like the proggy shit. So yeah. Maiden works too. Because they like the long songs. They like the big arrangements. And uh, yeah, the, among the Indians I befriended, they were Maiden fans. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think it's like, it's likely. I don't have access to the statistics, and I like to not have the access actually, because otherwise I would just F five update them all the time. You know, it's better if I don't really see that too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, asked I, your girlfriend once; she has them. She has them, and I was happy with the results. Actually, so I think it's fine. better now. I, I know it's better now. Also, we are on the Deep Dive Podcast Network. You can find it on Twitter at Deep Dive Podnet. And there's a new show coming up now. Oh, cool! Metal Gods, which is a podcast on Judas Priest. Oh, who's doing that? Do we know uh, who's doing that? Those guys are new in the pod game, but we have a little clubhouse for that on Twitter. And I, um, yeah, of course, I welcomed uh, Judas Priest pod. And I also said that I'm game for guesting and probably Eric too. Oh, yeah, definitely. Also, yeah. we should have them on this. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And they're new to podcasting, but uh, I'm sure they're going to catch up very quickly too. But this is about, you know... It ain't that hard. No, we're talking to microphones. And then yeah. there's a little bit of uh, behind-the-scenes works, but pretty much talking into a mic is, is the job. Pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, looking forward to that. Uh, check out the network. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't mention them last episode, so I'll mention them now, and especially then Metal Gods. I think premiere October first. So that's after before today, because today is October eighth. Yes, correct. Yeah. So uh, today though is a big day. Yep, it is. We have gathered again in real life, as people used to do back in the days. Uh huh. And um, we have done so to do the first deep dive on on a song. On a track of Senjutsu. Yep, this is the first one we're doing, and um, 
kind of exciting. I it is say. exciting. Like, it's also my fun to, rice, this, rice to, this one, to this one face-to-face. Yeah. Beer in hand. Beer in hand. Um, so what, today's agenda, first up is, I mean, I, we might do two, but either way, we're, do, we're definitely, definitely going to be doing the, fo- the following one. Yes. Which is? Darkest Hour. Darkest Hour. And uh, did I, I think I mentioned it in our like ramp-up hype that a song of seven minutes stature with uh, Smith Dickinson, I was very excited. What about yeah. you, before you heard the song? Well, what I assumed was we were getting some kind of a ballady kind of, or darker kind of a, a slower tempo kind of situation. I felt ballad at uh, Days of Future Past, which obviously is not correct. No. Uh, but on this one, I I don't know what I felt. I thought maybe like this kind of non-epic seven minutes. Maybe that. Like, I didn't think it was, was going to be like an epic tale. It's not really. Uh, so I was right in that context or in that sense. But uh, uh, I didn't really. I mean, what I heard on the album was way different to what I heard in my mind before. Mm. This is a power ballad, which is cool. That's interesting. That is also, yeah, That's I didn't necessarily think that's what we were going to be getting. But um, as, you know, as it is... A very sort of, yeah. in that sense, a classic power ballad in that sort of sense. Right. And I mean, um, if you've listened carefully, you know that I'm not a fan of those in Maiden. Usually I'm not a big fan of Wasting Love. Uh, I do like Remember Tomorrow, but Remember Tomorrow is more psychedelic, uh, hard rocking. It's not really a power ballad at all, right? I, I don't see it as a power ballad, no. Not really, right. But if, if there was any on the first, that would be that would be it. But not really. And uh, again, Wasting Love, not for me. Coming Home, not for me. So I haven't... I, I, history with Wait, isn't, there, isn't there one other one on the first one that would kind of maybe oh yeah but that's just a ballad uh, yeah. Strange World yeah I guess that's pure true. ballad bluesy ballad I love Strange World actually I look forward to that how about Coming Home is that a ballad for me that's a, a proper power ballad yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't like it yes and I will reserve my opinions on this one for attention uh, but it is a power ballad right this is the darkest hour it is it is a power ballad um uh, let's start with the musical part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a, a guitar here. I'm going to use it a little bit. It's a very nice guitar. Uh, this is a great streamliner I bought for my drummer because I know he, he doesn't play distorted or heavy. Oh. So it's kind of a nice uh, jazzy type guitar. So let's uh, yeah, pl- hit, hit, yeah, hit it. Hit it. Uh, it's just a chord. That chord that yeah. kind of sets the mood for this yeah. song. It's an E minor add nine which means like you add an F sharp on top and that creates a very nice tension in between the G string and that one because it's a half a step in between these two. And you can tell, you know, the kind of Metallica. Mm. Yeah. That kind of thing. Or even uh, Sanitarium or even One. Mm. Uh, This song is in E minor, but... Uh, that I think any interesting chord has to have that kind of tension. You're like... When you you did the whole... That thing there makes me think of Planet, Planet Caravan. Oh yeah, like... Something like that. Yeah, that one has it too. Uh, and that's, that's the foundation of the song, uh, like the start of it. And then going together with this kind of E minor. Kind of a, kind of a wasted years kind of. Yeah, but darker, I would say. Yeah. And um, very Smith. You can tell like, here we go. This is Adrian Smith land or territory. Yeah, I'd what do you say think? so. I mean, even the, I mean, there's, yeah, very Smith. This sounds like something that could have been on... There's bits here that kind of remind me of um, some of the accident of birth stuff, like uh, Man of Sorrows. Right, right. Um, which for those, I mean, I'm sure everyone knows they don't. That was uh, one of Bruce's solo albums, and Adrian was on that as well. Even like uh, Gates of Urizen or Book of Thel, with this kind of... Mm. A little bit mysterious, right? Yeah. And like already starting here is different to the other power ballads. This is dark. This marries the title. And I recently saw an interview with uh, Adrian, and it's his title. Actually, Riding on the Wall is also his title. Yeah. So he, he, he came with the idea, and Bruce sort of did the words. Right. Uh, Riding on the Wall, Darkest Hour, Days of Future Past. All Adrian titles, but not Adrian lyrics. Those are Bruce yeah. penned. And um, I'll, I was going to say, because this is a first, right, for the episode, for, for the podcast, not for the episode. Brand new stuff. Mm. And uh, I'm kind of happy this one came in first, because this is a song I could digest. Of course, I put a bit of effort into it. I know we do it alphabetically. Mm. So I went in to try and look up what is this song about musically and lyrically, which we'll get to. 
But I think this was a good entry point. What do you think? I think so. Um, <coughs> sorry. This one seems a little easier to tackle than some of the stuff we got coming up. Um, I also, for me, there's there's stuff on this album that I flat up didn't get the first couple listens. This one I got immediately. I understood I understood what was going on. I knew what they were trying to do. Uh, there's songs on there that I first time didn't really like and now love on, on other songs. Right. Same here. So for this, it's the opposite. I knew exactly when I heard it. This is this is this is bad. This is good. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh like uh, just exciting to get that intro that reminds me a bit of Passchendaele in terms of being a E minor not E minor E string e the string, light yeah. E string type lick you know and uh, I like this one more I think they kind of perfected it mm-hmm. or Adrian perhaps perfected it and made it made it stronger made it more dramatic like I wouldn't say that Passchendaele is either weak or non-dramatic not at all but, no, no. but I think this is uh, I see a lot of that. I hear a lot of that in this album. That I hear previous versions of songs, but the new ones are better. There's a little bit of. It seems like a lot of times there's songs like. I've heard this about many tracks on this album, uh, where you get like, where they'll go like, well, this song has this and this from this song, but it's like they took those elements and perfected them for this one. Yeah. Uh, another prime example that I've already mentioned, and we're getting to it soon, so let's not linger on it, but uh, Hell on Earth. For me, it's like a perfection. Not a perfection, but it's like a big improvement on songs like uh, Where the Wild Wind Blows, for example, like uh, the kind of Neo Harris, you know, Millennia Harris type deal. But in Hell on Earth, yeah, we're getting to it. So let's well, say we'll that, there. but uh, it's good. Let's yeah. say, to say the least, to it's a least. good song. Yeah. So for this, there's a, I mean, I can hear a little bit of Children of the Damned in places. Yep. Obviously, that's the first one you yep. think about. I can hear a little bit of, um, well, you, see, you, already, you already said waste years in Bashendale, I guess. So yeah, so there, but there's a little bit of there's, and also just, but again, a lot of his solo stuff. Like there's right. There's a song on uh, Accent Birth called uh, Omega. Mm-hmm. Which, that's the one I thought about. Yeah, I was gonna pick someone that was some one. That's not a song. Some song that was more similar than uh, the one you dropped, which was Man of Sorrows from yeah. the same album. There's I think bit, Omega there's, there's, is closer. There's a bit on the solo that reminds me of that. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Omega is closer in some way, darker, I guess, because this, uh, like the title. It's a bit of a dark power ballad. Yeah, it's an interesting land to like find yourself within. I think for me, because immediately then I'm a bit more interested than in a normal it has hard a- rock power ballad. Because most of the power ballads I like are not within the hard rock scene. So what about you and power ballads in general? I can I can like I can dig a good power ballad. Um, but this is a power ballad, like I said, sort of a twist. There's a, this is a very this is dark. This is this has yeah. a darkness to it. I mean, again, no pun intended with the title, but there's... Um, or maybe or intended. Maybe. Who knows? I mean, I guess I know because I said it. But uh, <laughs> uh, Smith knows. Adrian knows. <laughs> well, I know, but I mean, for the pun I'm making now. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, then. Right, but it wasn't a pun. So anyways, it doesn't matter. Uh, no, it has it has a, it has a sort of weight to it Yeah. that you don't get from like maybe Def Leppard doing a... Animal or whatever. Right, and the chord I played, you know... That's, y- a, that's a very Def Leppard chord. They changed the root note. Which gives you more of that Def Leppard or and or Whitesnake. Because at first, like I played, you have the... But then they also switch to C instead of E in the bottom, and then you get the Whitesnake. Let me show you what I meant by Def Leppard chord. I think I talked about this in one episode, I can't remember. When, when Carlotta was Face in the Face in the sand, that was. Yeah, so we got the... Beautiful. You can you go... That kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's so great. That's so great. I, 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 like, I know it's great. That was a he- you know that guitar was heavier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's quite heavy. Yeah. I like power ballads, but not usually within like hard rock. No, uh, aside from Metallica, because Fade to Black, Sanitarium, and One, beautiful songs, great songs, and kind of all you know getting better by each album. Uh, and I, I I kind of pin Darkest Hour a little bit into that kind of uh, really dark metal compatible power ballad. Yeah, definitely, definitely, and I th- I think it has a. Yeah, I mean, this is it's. There's stuff. I mean, like I said, you mentioned "Wasted Love" before. I think we might have tipped our hat there a little bit. I mean, it's not yeah. my favorite song. Right, right. It, right. I, I do enjoy. It's fine. I mean, remember someone wrote on one of those forums uh, that uh, "Darkest Hour" equals "Wasting Love," and I wrote "Nya." 
Yeah, because I mean, it's not like, really. I, I mean, you have uh, we could go to the chorus then uh, musically. You have the here I stand. Such a great fucking moment in the album. That could go a little bit towards uh, how is wasting love again. And your days right. Like, I, I don't it has a bit of that in it, but I didn't again. agree with that. It's so similar. It's not really that similar. First of all, <laughs> wasting love is a is a girl song. Also, let me just point out that I know I sound like I sound like I was trying to sound like Eddie Vedder when I did that. That was, that was intentional. <laughs> Even yeah, I'm, I'm not. I can't. So good looking man, actually. Very, Very good handsome, looking. handsome yeah. man. Great singer. Better than I did now. But I'll just say that when I first heard this song, as many of you did, September the third. This is also very cool because we're talking to people now who pretty much all heard the song the same day yeah. for the first time, which is... Like we did. Yeah, it's very cool. Probably around the same time. Yeah. That might not be the case. I don't know. But Yeah, because even Book of Soul stuff, uh, I couldn't tell you, listeners, or you, Eric, or how Eric. I felt the first time I heard them. But now it's fresh enough, so yeah. I can actually say that. But I was like, it was so cool. It was such a great day because we university went out of town. Um, when I came back, you know, I was playing first spin of the album. I was kind of nervous. Uh... Because, you know, obviously, there was a very clear before and after, you know, when you do this. Yeah, and you said before that that's uncomfortable when there's a very clear before yeah, and after. Yeah, that can be I bad. agree wholeheartedly. It's a bit of a drama to that. You don't know what's going to happen. So, yeah, this trend was... But anyway, so I started playing it. And also it was fun because also we had the um, Zoom sort of listening party hangout where I was doing a Fergal later in the night. You had a party at your place. Yep. Um, so it was also nice to have that afterwards. And that made it so much more enjoyable. It was great. Uh, so thank you. Mr. Fergal. Mr. Fergal, always Mr. Trainer. Maybe it's a trainer, because you don't usually trainer, say Mr. People usually call him trainer. But also, usually right. when you say Mr., that's, you say Mr. than the last name. All right. Like Mr. Rogers' first name was not Rogers. He was not. It was Fred. Anyways. Uh, Fred or Paul or no, whatever. Fred, Fred Rogers. There's a Paul Rogers too, right? Yeah, but he's not the same guy. No. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, Fergal always deserves a shout out. Yeah, always deserves a shout out. And also, again, shout out to uh, Gareth West, who did our very cool Facebook banner. Right. Um. No, so so when I listened to the song, one of the things that really, about a year ago, or not quite a year ago, that really got me in a sort of a funk, I was in a bad mood for like a week, not mm-hmm. a week, a little while, when the Knights of the Dead, is that yeah. the right title this time around? Right title. Came out, because uh, it, was, it, was it was a year where nothing was really like it was supposed to be, you know, like, you know, I don't need to explain, if, if, you, if you for some reason have not noticed why things were different last year, I'm not going to explain it to you, you know, good for you for missing it, because then you had a better year than I did. Um but so a lot of things were not working, you know. There's it was it was it was, a, it, was a, it was a fucking rough year, and I was like, oh, cool, a new Iron Maiden live album. This is gonna be great. It's gonna be love it. And you know, and then and then you hear it, and it didn't sound. Some things were kind of lacking, and Bruce sounded kind of not yeah. great on it. And I know there's a reason for that, and we discuss it at length. We have, yeah. And also, I would add that we both kind of enjoyed it when it came. Yeah, we, we like, did, but uh, but also, but uh, we took what, what of, we had, I guess. What kind of depressed me was like, oh shit! So not only is the world not what it was, at the moment, Iron Maiden is not Iron Maiden because it sounds like shit. Is that it? Is this what we're gonna get? In but then, right, right. when I heard a lot of stuff in this album, and I heard from the Darkest Hour, which was recorded around the same time as Definitely, that gig, yeah. like uh, a couple of months before, or four, four or five months before. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. He's like, oh my god. He sounds better than he has. He said, last time he sounded this good was maybe Matter of Life and Death or possibly uh, Dance of Death. He sounds amazing on this album. And on that song, he sounds really good. I love uh, aging voices in general. You know, it could be um, like uh, any voice. It doesn't have to be metal. I guess one metal example would be Dio. Yeah. I liked when he kind of got that gravel of an old man. Yeah. But it could also be some of those jazz singers like Nina Simone or something. And when they get older, it's cooler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, there's something about the weight and the grit added by just living this life. Yeah. And and for a power ballad like this, awesome. Yeah, yeah. And really it, it, nice. And also, I mean, in general, uh, Bruce's voice on this album, we're going to get to it time and time again, but uh, in Senjutsu, no, in Stratego, when he goes, look in my eye, mm. it crackles a bit, it distorts a bit. Love it. Yeah, there's, Love but also, it. But also I, I don't think like, I mean, could he maybe do some of the things... Uh, I mean, there's some bits. I mean, obviously, there's some bits where he's a little bit on the on the brink of what he can do nowadays. Yeah, on this album. But for, to be fair, uh, when you listen to like 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 fucking Aces High, that's like when he did that back then. Even then, that was on the brink. Of what anyone could do with that. Anyone point. could do ever. It's crazy. But I think yeah. that. Oh, oh fuck! Let's hold on one second. Fair enough. Cool. Uh, right. So, all right. So, um. Uh, so yeah, but uh, I will say that as good as you know, he sounds like top notch on, uh, or, or like you know, people tend to you know 
think about their heyday. They think of the Power Slave. They think of Somewhere in Time. And yeah, uh, but he could not have done this song as well. Then I agree, he could not because the song has it needs that kind of a gravitas you get when you get older. Yeah, and I always liked it anyway. It could be my personal taste. I don't know, but I always liked that uh, seasoned type flavor. Definitely, but we've yeah. talked about it quite a bit before. That uh, I mean, for me, and I know I'm sort of this might divide the room a little bit not this room divide whatever room you, people might not agree with me that's put it that way i love i love love after death it's a it's a but it also has it's more of just a nostalgic kind of cozy feeling of being that thing but i think that even though it's not the same set list uh flight 666 is a better recorded live album they sound better on the, he sounds better on that yeah i've agreed before i will i will agree again and i think not only he sounds better. I think the entire band is better on Flight 666. Yeah. Recording is better. Everything is better. But Live After Death is legendary, right? No, but it's, 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 it's probably the like the best live album ever recorded just on the merits. It, there's, it just, you it just, kind of is. You right? feel good just listening to it, Yeah, don't because, you? I mean, we've talked about it before. I can repeat it. I don't rate it in the top three of Maiden Lives. But when someone says it's the best live album ever made, I don't, I'm not inclined to disagree. No, because it's, it's just it's fucking live after death. <laughs> Come on, it's yeah, just, yeah, the, yeah. The, the cover sleeve, everything is great, and the time they recorded it, uh, like Henrik said before, the mythos surrounding Power Slave, yeah, translates so well. So obviously, I mean, also is one of the few live albums I do own because I'm not a big fan of live albums. Like, I have which ones a, you got? Uh, with Maiden, I only have that one. It's right. only live after death, and uh, on vinyl and then on CD as well. I have some others I like, Live and Dangerous, Thin Lizzy, uh, like uh, infamously re-recorded, but I don't care. That's fine. Uh, it's fine. That's a great live album. Uh, Free Live, I like a lot too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Free is a band I checked out only because of Adrian Smith. So that's kind of on topic here. That is, yeah. And I bought the, the Free Live, it's called Live on, on vinyl. Great. It's so cool because you can hear that in the beginning they sound pretty pretty good. They start out with, I think, All Right Now, or No, I don't know the song, but anyway, it comes soon. They start out, and it's just kind of, this sounds cool. I'm happy with this. But then they get in, you know, they start feeling each other, and they play much better. Yeah, yeah. So you get to join that kind of uh, rise into Uber groove, if you will. That's cool. That's and cool. Uh, it's a great I, live I album. I check that one out. The yeah. third one I will mention outside of Maiden would be Alice in Chains, also titled Live. That's a good one. Only live, yeah. And that was kind of my teenage years equivalent to what uh, Free Live was for me in mm-hmm. my 30s. Even though, of course, Alice in Chains was released later. Yeah. But uh, that one got me into the band heavily. It starts with Bleed a Freak. And uh, yeah, what a version of that. And, it's uh, great. It's also, it's, it's um, yeah, I mean, that, that's a really, really strong live album. My favorite, I mean, I say my favorite live album. They haven't released, mul- they haven't really released multiple ones, but they did do, their Unplugged gig is amazing too. Hmm. Yeah, I kind of shied away from those, but yeah, we're, I guess we're not here to talk only live albums. No, no, Darkest sorry, sorry. Hour yeah, hasn't uh, even been live yet, but my, I'm looking, my point is this is looking sa- forward to this song. This live. is going to sound amazing right? live. Yeah, this is a song for live. Yeah, isn't it? Definitely. Like the the whole way it's built up, but then I guess musically, if we're still on the music, which I think we are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you head into the chorus, and that's another interesting part. For those at home, Jonathan is picking up the guitar. I am, and um, they go for the standard maiden chorus at first. You know, like. Very familiar territory. Then they go to G, not too familiar, and then actually B minor at the end. That's a little odd. It's a cool cadence, so like... Because usually it would go to an A, right? Yeah, or something like just... uh, You know, like the the standard stuff. But Adrian is thinking on a... He's thinking more. He's the most cerebral writer in this band, I would claim. Uh, not knowing them personally, but he's thinking a I think little it, bit more. I think, I think that's, that's fair to say, if you listen to his... And then when he goes to the second half of the chorus, he goes for this instead. Like, instead of... He goes for... And then... That thing. And then that that cadence that he just hits once, only once per chorus, yeah. is this one. And that's such a classic, you know. Um, I I can hear while my guitar gently weeps. Yeah, that's what I heard there too. Yeah. 
And uh, it's such a classic uh, cadence, you know, it's yeah. been used a lot. I think Hit the Road Jack may have the same one, but to only like put it in there once. I think it's also a Green Day song that does that. Probably. Yeah. Also a couple of my songs I've used that. I love it for soloing, but to only put it in once, mm. that's like a careful judgment. It's not, it's not even in the, uh, wait, so just on the first chorus? There's some old choruses, mm. but it's only once in every chorus. Oh, yeah, yeah. So like, because the standard one goes and then uh, that one comes only after two repeats of that once and then they go for the well crafted chorus Fucking yeah you need that for this type of song like in very much so it, it's it has a because also this is one of those this is one of those um songs where you can, you know, obviously, very conscious choice to do. Not this chorus is not very riffy, so it kind of gives Bruce a lot of space to Chords do what, for he, the singing, yeah. what he's going to do. Because uh, you know, a lot of times you have more. Uh, if it's more riff-heavy kind of sh- stuff, then you, uh, there, you know, there's not enough room for the vocals to kind of soar. Uh, or there can be, but I think a lot of times it's, it's you know, you, they especially stand- when Harris is doing it, right? Yeah, he even addressed himself that uh, Harris always has this. Uh, jiggly melody on top of things and you you have to follow it you have to follow the riff when he writes with adrian he claimed himself it's more traditional which means what's more traditional yeah to put chords and then put melodies on top with singing yeah and uh, not to put the melody in the guitar or whatnot and, uh, and it really works very well yeah and you need it on this album uh, this album has a lot of him following the guitar uh, in terms of the vocal melody. Which really? I, I had not noticed. <laughs> which I've said before, that it can really annoy me. I think uh, I think there's stuff on this album that would have been a lot better if they didn't do that. I think so too, but yeah. There, but there, I mean, I said, I mean, there's stuff I think are, are things, song, sorry, there's things and songs I think on this album that are pretty much perfect that could maybe be improved slightly if they didn't do that. I think so too, yeah. And even like uh, our friend Nico from uh, Licks of the Beast, um, was a really good uh, channel for made in music stuff type nerdery and type mm-hmm. stuff. Um, he put this like um, yeah, common criticisms of the album. He didn't put that one in, and I think that's like my uh, maybe main point of criticism to the album because he did put it in a way. Because when he talked about his first impressions, he said in Hell on Earth uh. that he didn't like that every vocal melody is foreshadowed. Yeah, I, get, I, 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 I can, I can sort of. Well, we'll get to that. Let's, yeah, let's, now let's, I love the song, that. obviously, and it doesn't bother me in that song, yeah. but I see the point. Like, uh, you don't have to always foreshadow every single vocal no. melody with a guitar melody. And uh, to get back to the matter at hand, in this song, they don't. No. Which the, is very the, good. That's the also good. have their also own space. Yeah. And again, I think that, you know, every now and again it kind of is effective, but a lot of times it's kind of just, yeah, hey, come on. Well, song, well crafted. This is songsmanship, as our friend Greg would say. Like, uh, even looking at that chorus, how they can kind of. I love this part. This is maybe my favorite part of the song. How they can escape the formula by just doing it, by just putting extra effort into another few chords. That's not a typical maiden thing. No, to, not to, at all, to yeah. add that cadence from uh, many songs. Uh, to add that only once uh, adds flavor and touch to the music. It makes me more engaged as a listener. And then you have all those dark things like the the main leading melody in the intro. And yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, well written, very well written. Yeah, first time I heard it, I liked it. Yeah, me too. This 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 one this one really because there's stuff on this thing that kind of like I said before, I didn't necessarily know what I thought uh, first go round. This I knew what I thought, and this has not changed. Some growers, you know. Definitely. This is not really a grower, but it's a strong one. It was kind of there for me from the get-go. Yeah. And um, as we're on the music, I think we have to touch on the guitar solos a little bit. Uh, Definitely. They're Uh, quite uh, spectacular, I would say. This this is is my first thing, uh, besides the vocals being amazing, or the chorus and all that stuff, I was like, shit, these are some some really cool, you know, 
uh, licks and Adrian's Adrian or because uh, you know a lot, a lot of I think is it or is it mostly Adrian? it's all yeah Adrian, no it's right? uh, it's actually Adrian for a, um, a longer solo and then Dave gets like fifty percent of of the length of Adrian following it up. The solos seem like they're kind of very sort of you know very melodic, very bluesy kind of solos that Adrian really does very well, but like dialed up to like eleven if not twelve, right uh, and. Even Davies a uh, bit towards the end there also is very much in the same vein. And then you have, during the last chorus, there's a solo guitar that comes in there that, you know, a lot of times, you can, if, if, if it had been any other band, any other guitarist, adding a fucking, you know, guitar solo over the chorus could make it sound messy. Here it doesn't. Yeah. Here it just lifts everything so much more. I think Adrian is adding that, but uh, also interestingly enough, in um, Riding on the Wall, you have a... And a, a great Dave solo, yeah. even better Adrian solo. Yeah. And then I think it's actually Janik that does the fill-ins for the last chorus. So every guitarist gets a little bit of showcase in the in the ahead single, in that sense. Yeah. And in this song, yeah, uh, it's mostly Adrian, but it's also quite a bit of Dave. And uh, let's listen first. <laughs> So great. That's just it's it's it just uh yeah. Well what I was gonna say is that as beautiful and awesome Adrian's solo is, I think Dave's is even a bit better in this one. Uh it's so good. I really like I've said it before, I think I said it on the Instagram or I don't remember where. Uh, yeah, where, yeah. Instagram. I said it on Instagram before that uh Dave had didn't write anything. No. On Sanjutsu. But his presence is all over it. Like <laughs> when he comes in with his solos, it's just like so much Dave in the room. Yeah, but yeah, he doesn't also, I think he's, when people complain about that kind of stuff, we talked, I think I talked about, uh, where did I do that? We I mean, mentioned I'm, it with uh, Dan, that he didn't write stuff on Power Slave, he didn't write stuff on Number of the Beast, and, and he didn't on X Factor. And, and that, that, those, that turned out, he's still on those. Yeah. You can hear him all over the place. Yeah, definitely. definitely. And that's fine. And you know, like, you know, fucking Bruce didn't write anything for, for somewhere in time. Exactly. Now, especially Dave's role in the band is not one of a composer. It's a different role. He gives, you know, he, yeah, if you hear this, you know, he's obviously... <laughs> yeah, very cool solos. Yeah. And just, you know, in a song like this, let's keep on the power ballad track, or the power ballad moniker, you need a great guitar solo. And that's part of the formula, really. Like, you have to have a good one. It needs to lift uh, even higher than it would normally do, I think. Which, which it definitely does here. Yeah, it does. And uh, Adrian's is long and beautiful. I haven't... Uh, thought myself any of these solos i only know them as a listener as you guys listening know them can't, can't if you're listening and we know you are mr neiman please get on that just so i want to hear it right right yeah <laughs> i want to i want to pick up a couple of uh, the solos but i'm gonna go for dave stuff because now i'm doing it anyway for the maiden a to z cover band that will play on the 20th, 20th of november at yulevilla and honinge yeah. um, we have our first rehearsal next week i'm excited about that yeah yeah as a four piece then where i mean you can edit this out where are you rehearsing um, in the Emil Mikkels school. All right, fine. Yeah, but we have a few options for that. And then we also booked the final rehearsal, which might be the third or fourth. We're not going to do a lot of them uh, with the the singer as well. Our cool. I'm, and I'm, I'm excited as anyone to see this because uh, I, I I have very little idea what's going on. And I sometimes prefer it that way. Christian bought his outfit now. He has the full I know, Smith I, I, regalia. I, I, I sort of heard, I'm not going to say what's going on here because... Uh, 
spoilers. Well, you probably got a little bit of that from what what John just said, but when I was just talking with Henrik uh, earlier about this, he mentioned like like there's stuff outfits. There there there's going to be there there's going to be outfits. Let me just tell you that. And Henrik is not into it. No, <laughs> I know that he's fine, but no, but no, but I just like the idea when I was like, oh, that's fun. Yeah. And uh, so just so you guys know, there will be outfits. Yeah, but he's into playing with the band. I'm not sure if he's going to play on the first gig, but uh, it's always good to have yeah. options. And especially when they know each other, they met in Drums of the Beast. Yeah. So, so yeah. I think also we're going to try to, uh, we're definitely going to film this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But both, uh, both the, uh, there's going to be three things happening. There's gonna be a lot of things happening tonight, but there's going to be, First, a uh, friend of mine, Anneli, is going to be doing some songs. I might be, be yeah. put, might be part of that. We're obviously doing a live pod. Yeah. And uh, then you guys, you guys are playing. I don't know what order we're doing things, but... Um, probably that order. That makes sense. Actually, yeah. now I say that sounds a pretty good order. All, probably all of them are going to be filmed. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I hope so. And also, Eric is going to be there. He's a YouTuber. So he, yeah, he Mr. Eric, yeah, this is the first time I'll be actually... There's a lot of these guys... We haven't met him. That's crazy. He's weird. He's out there yeah. now. He lives not far away from me. We haven't met him. I mean, also, like, yeah, he also lives like qu- quite close to, to where my girlfriend lives. I'm there yeah. quite often. Yeah, that doesn't necessarily mean like I'm on with my girlfriend's. Like, huh? Maybe I go see Eric Arkin instead. That'd be very weird. <laughs> maybe go to Bahamas with him instead of uh, me and your girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, also we could also we also he had an idea. You know, let's fucking get. I looked at what it costs to go to Ireland from here. Not, oh yeah, not, not a lot. Ireland, we gotta go to Ireland. Let's go to Ireland and we'll I, get drunk at Fergal. I've never been, and me I always neither. wanted to go. So yeah, Ireland yeah. is definitely on the map for. That that's that. All this is way cheaper than the Bahamas. Yeah, they are. They are. We're probably not going to go to the Bahamas. But with that said, know, let's not completely. Mr. Arik, if you're listening, I would. Uh, lo- I'd love to go to the Bahamas with you. So it'd, be, it'd be fun if I specifically didn't want to go with you for some reason. Like I really, my, and not my girlfriend either. Like my dream Only is to go with Eric Arke. That's kind of cool in a way. Cool in that. But also, but also very weirdly way. intense. Like why? Why? You know? Why am I going? I, I haven't well, met yeah, him. Why? Why? Maybe the sharing the first name. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people who have the same first name. Bring right? every Eric from Sweden. It has to be with a K. You know, one time, this this is one time a few years ago, uh, what we did was on May the 17th, because in Sweden there's something called Names Days. So yeah. like, there's a day per name, and then it's like uh, all different kinds of names. So, you know, when someone is, like, for instance, mine mine is on uh, May the 17th. So people will say to me, oh, you know, Gatis Panamstagen, which it translates to, oh, Happy Names Day. Yeah. So one time we did like a thing on the 17th of May a couple years ago where we were like six or seven Eric's that met up at Loch Ness and had one, had, did a cheers and then we... That's nice. I like yeah, that. Fun. I like that. But I, I don't I don't necessarily want them all to come with me to the Bahamas. I know that in Sweden we also have a Kenneth club. People named Kenneth. They, they meet up and just share the name and I don't know what else they do, but they have the name. But there's so also... I don't have access. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know any Kenneths. I, I, I know one. I know one. I know one. Yeah. I know one. Kenneth. In, in, in my, in my, in my, How can that be a common name anyway in Sweden? Kenneth. Kenneth? I don't know. It's a strange name to be like big here. Yeah. I used to joke that the uh, the British version of the Swedish band Kent is Kenneth. Kenneth? Yeah. <laughs> or even, uh, it's actually a city in England, right? Kent, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, so anyway, uh, back. One more thing on the music. Yes. Before we head into the lyrics. And uh, that's kind of an. Oh, shit, uh, we haven't gone that yet. <laughs> no, no, we have to do that. We have to do that. But it's just one song, so it'll be fine. Uh, the, the, the next musical thing is. Uh, I'm definitely getting a beer then. At the end, before after that cadence that I talked about quite a bit. Uh, after that one, they go for. And on that part, there's some whispering in in behind, yeah. saying something. And I immediately thought about virus. Yeah. Ripping of mind is a painful disorder. No, 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 no. Wait and a minute! It just dawned on me. Yeah, we're obviously doing virus as well, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Come v. Of course. Come v. We're I, doing. I, it. I somehow sort of discarded that because it wasn't. You know, you can't. It's not on the you know, virus is happening with Fergal. I think that's fun. Yeah, if well, we can. look forward to that in five years. But yeah, but that whole rhythm to me doesn't sound like. Bruce, it doesn't sound like Smith. It sounds like uh, one of them, or both of them, were thinking, we're writing this for Iron Maiden. That's, that's it's so- such a Harris. Yeah. And a uh, cool way to end the chorus. It also kind of uh, helps them escape doing the while my guitar gently weeps cadence yeah. twice. Instead they go for this. So it's 
smart songwriting again. They bring you right back and uh, energize it and maidenize it by doing this. Uh, energize, maidenize. Maidenize, energize. By doing the da-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. Now, I don't know if the whispers are in the lyric sheets. I don't know. No, they weren't, I don't think. Probably not. I, I, and I can't hear what he's saying, but uh, it does make it more maiden to have the da na 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 on the C. da na 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 CD, da na 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 CD. Or vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess in our case. But, uh, yeah. I think we kind of went through most of it musically. Yeah. And uh, what what do we have to say before we go into the lyrics? I, I'm just going to say well-written, like well-composed. Well well this, is, this is composed with a lot of thought put into it, I would say. And, um, again, I'm happy to do this song first because it's... It seems like a very, like a, I know, I know... I know what I want with this one, and I'll say what I want. Yeah, <laughs> it's I know what I want. No, say what I want. It, it, yeah. Ironically, the song is going to be harder. That's going to be harder. Yeah, but anyway, this is pretty. I know, I know exactly what I feel about the song, and I knew that has not changed from the first time I heard it. No, it's an easy song to understand yeah. and digest. And uh, now that we're kind of, I guess, finishing the musical part of it, I said before I don't like power ballads. I do like this one. Yeah. It's a great one, and I think, in accordance with what I've said about uh, Hell on Earth being the kind of Harry's making his way up there yeah. through all the songs he's written. This is finally when I get this Bruce power ballad because Bruce is involved. That works for me because Tears of the Dragon I do not like. I love that. Wasting Love, not into it. Yeah. And there's a couple of more there. Uh, but this one, yeah, finally. Fucking yeah, yeah. hell. If I can feel it, yeah. yeah it's fuck a good yeah. One. Uh, this works. Dark enough to be a metal ballad and also ballad enough to be a power ballad. It's just like it sits right. That's what the word I would use for this one. It sits mm-hmm. right. And if you don't like it, uh, yeah, well, no, pro- fine. no problem. But uh, I think having followed this band for a bit, yeah, you're probably going to like it because it, it just improves on a lot of things they've attempted before, but it works here. I can't imagine you wouldn't. I mean, I can imagine one guy, <laughs> one guy I know who doesn't. But either way... Uh, it, it's yeah, and there was some guy who did like a, there's a there's a maiden like Iron Maiden nerd Sweden's group on Facebook. A lot of people not not as all as nice as our group. Our group is a lot better. I do like that group. But it's yeah, fun. I agree. Our group is more fun. Oh. There was a guy who didn't who wrote a dramatic uh, post stating how he thought that he listened to the first first song that he couldn't get through more. It was horrible, and he did he was dramatically exiting the group, uh-huh. people to attack him. Rage quit. Yeah, I, I don't understand the the. Uh, I think it's so p- fucking pathetic when people feel the need to dramatically announce they're leaving a fan group or something. Yeah, it's like leaving uh, Facebook by posting on Facebook. It's yeah. the same thing, like, I'm going to be out of here. It's like, okay, yeah, you are, but you're well, still I mean, posting. It depends like, what it is. I mean, if like, you're like, out of here, send a fucking text message to the friends involved, just leave. Well, like, I can, it's I think weird I, to I, leave I, by announcing it on the platform, in my opinion. Yeah, I think, I think for, for me, it's like, if you're leaving a group because you're actually leaving it, that's one thing. If you're like on Facebook, like, sorry... I'm not going to be able to post them for. I'm going to be quiet for a bit. My mom got eaten by a, 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 a say a weird animal. Spider. Spider. That's a very big spider. That's a, my mom got eaten with a spider. In parentheses, a very big spider. Um, yes. Then I and you're not going to be on that. That's one thing. But if you're like I'm leaving Facebook and you delete your account, that seems kind of pathetic. Yeah, I think. And this so, guy yeah. just dramatically leaving. And I when when he soon as he did, people were like yeah, good riddance because apparently it was a little bit of pain in the ass. Oh yeah, probably yeah. But yeah. I mean, why use the platform you're leaving? To announce you're leaving. Announce that, yeah. It, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, then right. just stay on, just be more inactive. You know? yeah. Or just, <laughs> like, or I just don't read my I'm, wall every day because reading the wall is a pain in the ass. Of course, I don't do it ever. ever. I've left so many groups yeah. and I just leave them. Just leave them. Just yeah. do the Irish goodbye. I love the Irish goodbye. I do that also in, in real life, in in a pub or a club context. Yeah, if I want to leave, I, I don't, I, I don't want to tell the other guys, like, I'm not feeling it. No. And that's a downer for them. I'm just going to leave. Text message, Can we maybe. call it? I don't know if he does these, but let's call it the Fergal exit. Fergal exit. I'm also not sure if he's do, if he's doing the Irish. If you, if you do do it, and I'm sure you're listening to this, I'm sure you'll tell us. I'd like to give, yeah. Yeah, it's a good exit anyway. Good exit. And uh, we're exiting the music, which we kind of, I guess we agreed on that this is uh, musically a great song. Yeah. It I just has, has everything musically, doesn't it? Like it has yeah, the exciting it, it, chords. You have that E with the um, add nine. And then adding the C in the bottom, yeah. creating the kind of white snake chord. And um, that's just building it up together with that uh, single string E melody. 
it's so well written. Like you can't write this shit if you're 15, 16. No. You have to be old. This is like uh, mature as hell, as old yeah. hell. This is like Adrian mature. And I, I thought about the Smith Cotton album. Mm. As I listened to this one, yeah, and yeah, that was uh, released before, but recorded after, right? Mm. That's that's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. I haven't yeah. thought about that. That is true. And a bit of this leads towards that, in a sense, like he's mature as a guitarist, uh, as a singer. Even I don't know. I think he didn't write much of the singing because he's working with Bruce Dickinson. Yeah, you, he, Bruce can I think is hold his own there. But imagine writing yeah. a song as fucking top notch as Darkest Hour. And not being able to talk about it for two fucking years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just listened to Eddie Trunk the other day. Yeah. And I was like, do you have any other news? And of course, had I been in the past when the episode was released, or would have been none the, the wiser, uh -huh. but listening to it now, I know how much he knew. Yeah. And then yeah. he just shuts up. For me, the thing that told me the most that something is fucking happening soon was a Steve Harris interview. One of the rare ones, I guess. And... uh The last question was, uh, you know, you know, are you guys have you guys recorded a new album? What's going on with the new album? And then he said, you know, I can't talk about that. And I said, that obviously, if if he just said uh, no, then then there'd be nothing to talk about. Yeah. That answer confirmed there's something new. Probably the company company line as well. Yeah, but there's, I mean, Nico eventually said, and I think Nico said this back when they were probably initially planning to do this. You know, said you know, watch the space, watch yeah, Iron Maiden, watch our space. Yeah. So I think he probably wouldn't have said that if they'd done it, if they knew what was going to happen. But also, Steve's answer just obviously confirmed that way more than anything else. It does, yeah. And I think like if we're talking about a company line, that's what I would have said as a manager as well. Like, uh, don't deny it, don't <laughs> confirm it. Yeah. Uh, just say that. Uh, be on the lookout uh, for big things. I can neither confirm nor deny. Nor deny. <laughs> and if, if I was in Maiden, I would ask Rod as well if I had an interview booked. Uh, I, mean, I, I think I can handle myself, but in that context, I'd ask Rod, what should I say yeah, because when I, they ask? I think they all got the, the, meme, the, the, the memo, right? Yeah. They all got like, okay, when they ask about new shit, since you're already recording it, this is what you're going to say. I wonder, I wonder what the wrath would be on, say, like someone actually in the band if they spoiled it before it happened. Oh, yeah, well, that would be not even wrath. It's like the system is broke, broken. I know, but I wonder what would have happened. Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. Anyway, no, let's, no. Get, let's get to the words. We did get through the music, and we, I guess we concurred that we just like it. Yeah, it's so just well written. Yeah. And we have the words, and they've been under debate too. I've seen uh, online, um, someone posted like, it's good musically, but it's appalling lyrically because he didn't like the kind of nationalist flavor that is clearly in this song. Not like um, nationalist as in a current nationalist. No, just like patriotic. But more like celebrating the past, kind of um, idolizing Winston Churchill in this case, because yeah, we didn't say it, but this song is about Winston yeah, Churchill. Yeah, I, I think it, obviously he, he was not a particularly... Which in, in all you know interviews afterwards, Bruce has very much acknowledged that he was not a particularly you know great guy all the way over through. You know, he, he said a lot of bad stuff about you know women. He probably did a lot of bad stuff too. Yeah. But he was the one guy who was like, "Nope, we're not going to deal with these. We're not going to make a deal. With these guys. We're going to fight them." Yeah. And uh, because the rest of his party apparently wanted to make a deal with Hitler. Yeah, exactly, and uh, that's uh, we could start there. Quote, to quote the late great Norm Macdonald, he had a quote about Hitler. Love and him, Love and he him. said, "Yeah, he's a fucking great guy." He said, "So you know about this Hitler guy? The more I learn about him, the more I do not care for him." <laughs> yeah, no, he was great in general. He said some stuff that is uh, socially off, which I really like. Uh, but I'm not going to get into detail on that because that'll yeah. take a while. But yeah. it was things about cancer and stuff, and it's like. Here's some good stuff. Anyway, yeah. we'll get to that. Maybe another time. I, I, for me, it's like a kindred spirit. You know, a lot of right. things. I, yeah. my opinions, I feel that he has too. Norm yeah. Macdonald, that is R.I.P. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this song is not about Norm Macdonald. It's about Winston Churchill. Be very weird. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool, but like maybe a follow-up to Tears of a Clown. Then, but maybe. Yeah, but, let's not linger. Let's not no. linger. Uh, this song, uh, I'm gonna pull up the lyrics uh, to have them in front of me. Hmm. It's clearly about Winston Churchill. The Darkest Hour refers to. After the escape of Dunkirk, yeah. I think. We buried our sons. We turned and fled. You know, that refers to mm -hmm. that. No growing old, the glorious dead. But we came back because one man said, that's Winston Churchill, now on the beaches, the blood runs red. Yeah, that, yeah. And then we get a verse that kind of alludes to uh, Winston Churchill's uh, personal problems. Uh, when he's saying, uh, I watched the sun move away 
as I embrace the night and my black dog has its day, which I guess is a British expression. No, for... apparently it's a reference to, uh, I think if, if I, again, again, there are obviously people who know who knows better than I do, but apparently I think he referred to his depression as a, like a, his black dog. Yeah. Together. So I don't, I don't know if that's a British expression. I guess oh, maybe he, not. That's what I thought it would be, but I also it read it. It might just be something he said. I don't know. But anyways, there's, we, we have tons of people who can tell us. When we're yeah. Running. I also read it as such, like yeah. uh, def- referring to your personal problems or your depression. Uh, your black dog, right? It makes sense, but I, I thought it was a common English expression. Maybe I mean, it's not. That might be the case. I don't know. For six long years, you shall not pass. Barbarians at the gates, we will overcome. So then it's starting to get more uh, r- rosy flavored, more uh, uh, positive nationalist type thing. Like, uh, let's keep the Nazis out of here. Yeah. But as you said, many Brits wanted to. Or le- form an alliance yeah, at least a lot with of Hitler. Didn't. Edward VIII. I think it's an example. Edward VIII. Was friends with Hitler. And also, adding yeah. to this, this is an important part. I had, I knew I had to say this in this episode. Hitler loved England. Yeah, but uh, He was an Anglophile. You know, he was yeah. completely into England. So they did not put the full destructive force towards the islands. No. They, they could, never did. No. They wanted an, an alliance. That's what they wanted. Yeah. Like when, when you're a kid and you learn about Hitler... You know, after the fact, you're like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, how you know you're, you're fucking pissed, and like, and you're like, you know. But when when it happened, when it was when it, when it was happening, a lot of this horrendous stuff was done. You know, hidden, 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 but also just like there, it, 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 it couldn't people. It, it, the fact that people it, it did end up becoming what ended up happening and how we ended up getting stopped was not necessarily a complete you know certainty. That wasn't nowadays. Like you know, how how are you not sending everyone to fucking get the guy? Uh, you know, there's, there's I, I know people who heard about it and, you know, wanted to, you know, let, let's find his, you know, his grave and piss on it. And, you know, like, that, yeah. I, I, and I, there's that kind of, you know, level of Does like. Does he have a grave? No, not really. Probably no. not, right? I mean, we can talk about it later. Not in Germany, anyway. When I said we can talk about it later, it sounded like I was your parent going, like, we'll talk about it when you get older. <laughs> no, I, I think, I think, I think. I the, can wait. The rumors, but that, again, I don't know enough to, to sort of, um, I, I think purposely they don't, there's no really place for that. Uh, but but no no but the, the fact that what ended up happening what ended up sort of you know when, when, so when 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 again apologies I'm getting a lot of this stuff wrong I'm not by any stretch of imagination an expert but when I gather the 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 uh, Churchill did have to stand up to his party and said like, no we're not going to do this and that was sort of a big he had had he not done that yeah. regardless of his other failings as a human being. Things look very different right now. I think that's true. That part, I think, is true. Like one man said, I think that particular line or those three, two <laughs> words, three words, uh, they kind of make sense oh. actually in in a realistic fashion. Yeah. Like it was actually him. He was important in not becoming allies with the Nazis. Like he didn't feel it. No. Basically, like no, if, we, if we hear a song that we don't like, sometimes I ask the guest, so you don't feel it. Yeah. Uh, Churchill, he did not feel his. He did not feel it. Which, in hindsight, is a great uh, credit to that guy. I think it turned out very well. He yes. didn't feel Hitler. I have no clue how I would have been in that I mean, context. I mean, the no situation. one has. No one has. Like, if I would have been... I, I, uh, I, I, my point just being the whole thing was... But it was not, as you might see in the aftermath, or in the after the fact, like a very obvious, like, well, we got to go get this guy, because that was not the mood of the world. That's not no. what was happening. It, it took a while. It wasn't even his mood, right? Because he wanted to have the English on board. He wanted them on board of, in his rights. No, yeah, so, yeah, so, my, 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 yeah, so I'm just pointing out there yeah. was sort of that kind of situation. He, he was into the English, and, yeah. and that's an important point, and you don't really hear that in the English perspective. Then you just hear about def- defeating the ultimate evil, yeah, but which they, is a better story. Yeah, but it's not a good story to also, defeat your also, possible also, ally. You yeah. know, that's a, that's a poor story. Yeah, but yeah, and you know, like even, even like for, for, for my uh, fellow countrymen, it took a while for them to get involved as well. It did, yeah. And again, there's other people who can do this a lot better because they know more we're talking about. But maybe we can. It was kind of cool that the Americans actually got involved. Uh, that makes yeah, but it they a proper. Done it <laughs> that makes it a proper world war, though, yeah. doesn't it? Like we're getting to the longest day, though. So stay tuned for that. All right, so what do we also got here, lyric-wise? I saw that comment, right, uh, with uh, the lyrics being appalling and off-putting and that he couldn't enjoy the music. I have no clue which nationality he had. But I did ask Dan, 
Dan Mortimer, friends of the friends of the friends of the beast, friends of the beast, and of, of us, yeah, and also a previous guest. And uh, his comment, I asked him, "What do you think about this kind of?" Uh, I guess I, I'm, I'm calling it nationalistic. It is. It's uh, English well, nationalistic. Idea. And he said that uh, Bruce is a boomer Churchill fan. That was his comment. But his other comment was that it didn't bother him. Not really. And the reason for me asking is like when Swedish bands do this, like uh, Sabaton or something like that, and they kind of glory glorify uh, a Swedish uh, war legend or something. Yeah. I'm feeling iffy. I don't like it. Like, I think it the feels problem weird is, to me. As, as an American, yep. Let me tell you, you're supposed to do things. As an American, let me tell you how to run your country. Sorry, I'm kidding. Do um, it. No, I think that maybe in the U.S. Again, apologies. I mean, I don't know who else is listening, but I mean, Greg. I think Greg might agree with me. I don't. I don't know. I think maybe they go a little bit overboard. With the you know, if you don't have like the nationalist glory flag or... shooting out to your ass, you're 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 basically a you know terrorist almost. Yeah. That's not quite that's that is not true at all. I'm sorry, but you, you, they go very hardcore that way. Yeah. Um, here we go too far the opposite because I feel I feel there should be you should be allowed to be you know somewhat enthusiastic about. Yeah, I mean it's not perfect, but I, I kind of like it here. What I just said, you know, if, if you show any enthusiasm again, I I get away with a lot of stuff because I'm a foreigner here but if i you know if you, people who tend to throw, show like enthusiasm like if you as a yeah as a currently a blonde man yeah uh, or, Swedish, right. Swedish, if, you, if you were to like make a big like you know, th- show on the 6th of uh june which is sort of our sort of yeah uh, independence day or national day as you say here correct people go oh he's, he's obviously a nazi or he's a yeah he's, exactly he's a re- yeah, no. and that, that's ridiculous you should be allowed to so i mean that it's it should be okay to show a little bit of enthusiasm for where you're you know where you're from, where you're coming from, or even just like yeah, because I, mean, I grew up uh, very uh, anti-nationalistic. Yeah, that was just my my game, I guess, my my jam. But uh, as I got older, I'm more fine with being that. I'm more fine with boasting about Sweden, especially our musical output. And, Definitely, yeah. But and also- a lot of things are uh, like kind of unique to our country. And uh, what I thought about in context of this song, because I haven't said, I haven't stated my opinions on yeah. the lyrics, is that I like the tales. I like the tales of a nation, yeah. and they can be, a li- in my opinion, you can rom- uh, romanticize them a little bit. It, it's okay because uh, you might need that, you know, for uh, motivation, yeah. for courage to to carry on and try and be as good as possible in the future. So even if Winston Churchill was an asshole or uh, misogynic or whatnot, it doesn't really matter in terms of the tale. The tale of Winston Churchill for me is more important than the man. Well, not yeah. For for this, what it did here. Yeah. You, you kind of like gonna go like, well, maybe maybe it's just say no, just say no. That could have been like I think I think like for me that was I think that was like there probably was a PSA, <clears throat> which uh, for our Swedes stand for like public safety announcement. When I was a kid, like I I recall some animal like a dog or like in a detective outfit like saying about drugs to just say no, just say no, or maybe uh, that's a tip to the kids: just say no when you have the offer. That's it. So the uh, yeah. he wasn't talking to the dogs. He was telling it. The, the the dog detective was telling the kids to say no to yeah. drugs. So I'm I'd s- say say no. I'm not going to go. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying yes to this song, to these lyrics. I have no problem with this yeah. nationalistic part. No, but n- I, uh, but I did kind of as we're as I knew we were going to do this song in the pod. I I went and I kind of compared it to Swedish nationalistic leaning war hymn type tunes yeah, yeah, yeah. and i don't really I, I can't jive with those i can't no but with winston yeah i can ride with winston it's okay with me winston is also my favorite ghostbuster that's right mine too as a kid is it your favorite i think he 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 or egon yeah and i'm trying to lean towards winston now because he's the one and he's going to be in the new movie and egon's not oh, I like he's that i like that he was my clear favorite as it's a cool. kid and yeah. i didn't even think twice because you don't as a kid you don't when you're six years old you think once <laughs> you know? yeah yeah you know, it's just yeah. decided he's the coolest i mean i i think that depending on mood i'll, I'll you know I, either any of them can be my favorite but winston is he's cool and also ernie uh, hudson seems like a delightful guy yeah. So you look forward to my podcast, Ernie Hudson A to Z. <laughs> there we go. So I don't, I don't know what I would talk about so, on that. So riding with Winston and riding with Winston. That's, the, that's the thing. I, 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 I oh, ride with both of them. I'm going to edit Ernie Winston into pictures of <laughs> Winston from the Ghostbusters in, into, into into the episode into, picture. Yeah, I can well, do that'd be that. pretty cool. Yeah, it's good I'll do idea. that. I'll do that. Yeah, so yeah. that's cool. Or like have like and vice versa. So it'd be I have pictures of Winston from Ghostbusters and where Churchill should be and vice versa. Good idea. Yeah, so that'd be fun. So where do we kind of land on this? I think 
I'm gonna say still the album is a bit fresh. Like my ultimate opinion is probably to come in the future. But yeah. uh, speaking list, of course, is gonna at least be on the list uh, until the the final voting and stuff. It's gonna, it's gonna go gonna, on the list. It's gonna go on the list. Hell yeah! I'm not a hundred sure if it's gonna be on the top fifty, but I'm not for really any song except for like Evil Let Men Do. There's a few songs I'm pretty sure. Uh, Evil Let Men Do, Phantom of the Opera, they're gonna be there. But uh, this song is, it might be there. It's definitely gonna be there for now. Shot in the dark. I'm pretty sure Ramesh Marino is gonna. Yeah, that one too. Yeah. Hello, the what else? No, uh, well, let's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tons of welcome. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be there for now. Definitely, there's also, a few songs on the list yeah. that we both like yeah. less. We can say that for sure. Definitely, yes. And I also want to sort of. Uh, I don't know if this is the case or not. I just want to say if it is the case of me being. Ma- I'm pretty good at you know, derailing things slightly. Uh, in in uh, various directions along the way, when we're, you know during uh, during episodes, I may have done this more this time. It's just because it's so fun to do this face to face. So I'm gonna be better at that next time. <laughs> no, it's different face to face. I say this now, it might be worse yeah. next time, but but yeah, we, we're definitely doing this again. And also, there's yeah. a, there's some of our re- reoccurring guests who live in Stockholm. Yeah. So yeah. Henrik lives like walking distance from here. Yeah. So well, he, he should come over. Probably not for this time. one. But yeah, no, not for this one. It's, it's, we're actually going towards the end, dear listeners. No, I know that, but I'm just saying, <laughs> sure, yeah. this wouldn't have been one of his either way. But uh, yeah, cool to do a song of this album. And I did feel actually properly prepared to do this one. I feel that I know this song. But saying that, I don't feel that I know the whole album. I'm very happy that we're not going through the whole thing now because my opinions are still boiling there. Still I'm, I'm still discovering new stuff each day, pretty much. 52 next week probably days of future past or who knows we don't know uh, we're also going to revisit the F's uh, or not revisit rejoin I guess uh, the, the whole thing yeah, so uh, we, have, we, have, we have two we have two D's left two D's left and I think uh, an F in, in between there I think it, uh, we'll take it as it comes uh, and also thanks for listening as usual yeah. um, check out the network at deepbypodnet on Twitter check out the Facebook group uh, Maiden AZ Friends of the Beast on Facebook and yeah. um, made an AZ pod on uh, Instagram and uh, and, our, and our email as well at gmail.com at gmail.com made an AZ pod at gmail.com so send anything in a lot of our friends actually came in that way in the first place it's the most yeah. I guess uh, formal way yeah so so uh, until next time until next time up the irons skull from the north skull from the north